This is Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Broadcasting live from the old National Bank State Street Studio. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Away we go on this sunny but cold Thursday afternoon. We're live on our old National Bank State Street studios. Carmen and York with you until 2. Then Waddle and Sylvia will be down. We'll cross-talk with the guys. They're on until 6. Black and Abdallah live from Binney's in Lincoln Park tonight for the big few whiskey barrel release party. Don't just listen to the guys tonight. Come by and see them and see all of us. The whole station will be They'll there. They'll be live. Event starts at 6.30. Great way to uh, kick off the holiday season, to kick off December. Start doing your holiday shopping. Try the uh, delicious single barrels that all the different shows here at ESPN Chicago picked out. Uh, delicious. And they will be on sale for the first time uh, at Benny's tonight. Most of them will be for sale in Lincoln Park. I think uh, each barrel yielded about 120 bottles. That's it. So there's not going to be a ton of these. There will be some sprinkled throughout Benny's across the Chicagoland area. I have gotten that question a lot on social media, and yes, there will be some. Can't guarantee that it'll be at the Binney's Bayou, but uh, duck in, check. Is uh, that New Orleans? What's that? The Binney's Bayou? The Binney's Bayou. Funny. Is that New Orleans? Near you. No? How's that? The oh, Binney's there we near go. you. Yeah, there the you Binney's go. Bayou. The Binney's Bayou. The Binney's near you. There you go. We have a lot to talk about today, including an update on Lonzo Ball's knee, and it's kind of like the same old, same old, which isn't all that good. Devin Booker goes nuts. Connor McDavid on the west side last night. I know it's easy to poo-poo hockey, but that guy is the best player on the planet, and he's worth the price of admission, I'll tell you that. And uh, yes, believe it or not, I, I don't know how many of us were watching it last night, but I was watching it not to watch the Hawks, unfortunately, but to watch Connor McDavid. And did Leon you see there were four tickets available here late? I did. I did. I, if the game weren't at 8.30, I would have gone last night. But I had, right. uh, my, TNT my wife game. had something going on, and it's too late on a school night to take the take kids. kids. Yeah, I yeah, can't start a hockey game that starts at 8.30. Too late. So I was debating going, but it just didn't come together. Uh, it is also Packer week. The update from Hallis is, again, about the same. Justin Fields limited. No practice for Trevor Simeon. Uh, I mean, I know it's Bears-Packers, but this is... I, I can't remember a Bear-Packer game with less buzz than this. I mean, I'm sure there was one recently. I just... Where we were sort of like, meh. Maybe somewhere in yeah. the John Fox era. It's the we immediacy. Kind of like, meh. Well, where both teams are bad, though. and that's you don't the other get, thing. That you usually don't get that. They've got seven combined wins, and where the Bears' quarterback is definitely—if it was Justin Fields—I think the interest is there totally. But because it might be the guy they just picked up off the street from wherever Detroit's practice squad, that, that or Peterman or whoever. I'm telling you, I cannot. When was the last time, honestly, Bears fans? Can you remember being so indifferent about a Bear Packer game? Probably 1982 Bears Packers. I, I, like I, I mean, said, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like the, the Bears were bad. You the know, Packers like, were bad. Like it was one of those like equally bad. One of those Foxy years, you know, like 16 or 17, maybe, where they were just they didn't have much of a direction. What about, what about the year that uh, McCartney or McCarthy got fired? Mm. Could be that year when mm. they were eight like and eight 50, or something. What was bad. that? Two thousand seventeen? Yeah. Yeah, fifteen, sixteen, sometime around there. Seventeen, maybe. Because I feel like Lafleur's been there since. They didn't he get the job the same time as uh, Nagy, or is he even a year later? Maybe. Maybe a year later yeah. than that. So it might have been like eighteen yeah. when uh, was it? Because it went right from McCarthy to Lafleur, right? There was nobody. I think in this place. is his fourth year. Yeah, I think it is. So nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. Yeah, I think you're right. So nineteen would have been his first year. Yeah. I just I don't know. I mean, I can't honestly. I I was racking my brain last night wondering like. When was the last time I felt so um, indifferent and not excited, really? Because there is no Justin Fields. That's why I really hope he gets back after the bye. 
after next week. Uh, neither of these teams is particularly good right now. These teams have uh, a lot of injuries that have mounted, the Bears and the Packers. Neither team can stop anybody. The Packers might be a worse uh, rush defense than the Bears. Statistically speaking, and especially in the advanced analytics here, they are They're the worst rush defense in the they NFL. They gave up 353 rushing yards last week. Terrible. 353. Now, if Fields were playing, you could really exploit that. I don't know if you will be able to as much because you, like the Eagles, have that dual threat. He's a little bit more of a single threat still. But you've got that element to your game when Fields is healthy. They're not going to quite have that. Uh, And the Bears certainly don't have the Eagles' offensive line. But the Bears have proven successful when it comes to running the ball. And you could probably run it down Green Bay's throat because they've offered no resistance whatsoever. And that would be a recipe for uh, good times for the Chicago Bears. That's where they want to play. Yeah. They want to control the ball 35 minutes a game. They want to be able to win the turnover margin. The problem is they still find ways to lose games when they do both of those. Go figure. They still find ways to lose games. Yeah, but, yeah, just, but because the quarterback's a question mark, even though he said he's going to come out and play, because uh, both teams are bad, there's a real dearth of talent at the wide receiver position on both sides. It's just, that's the way it is. Uh, I wouldn't mind having Christian Watson, I think. I don't know. I know he's still a yeah, work Yeah, but he's developing. Progress. He's yeah. developing. I think Christian Watson will be better next year than he is yeah. this year. He's got to learn to catch. Right. That, that's well, helpful that, for that's a wide important. I told you Antonio Freeman couldn't uh, catch. You're right. He almost got chased off the field by Mike Holmgren one day. But what happened? How do you finally learn that? Well, I, he had confidence. 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 And then, yeah. on, then you're making catches on Monday nights over the mm. two people and riding them into the end zone. I know. And that's what Freeman was doing at the end. But early on, when he didn't have his confidence, he was trying to find it. He kept dropping the ball. He called everybody in together. He said, if you can't catch, you can't play. Sorry. Yeah, I mean. Go do something else. And that's what Watson will figure out. Do I want to catch the football on Sundays in the NFL, or do I want to go sell insurance? Right. Well, I'd rather Not, catch there's footballs. Not, there's nothing wrong with selling insurance. Yeah, but if you had the choice. Yeah. The real sexy matchups, I think, and Abdallah made this point the other day, are in the, at the late afternoon window. The Dolphin 49er game, that's sexy. Two good teams, McDaniel back in San Francisco, right? I mean, like, that's there's a lot of intrigue, I think, in that one. Chiefs-Bengals is probably the game of the weekend, don't we agree, in Cincinnati? I think so, yeah, Late the win- MC Championship game. Late window. Repeat. So, so maybe that noon window isn't all that glamorous, but I can find games that I'd rather watch than Bears-Packers. You're going to think I'm crazy, but give me Jags-Lions. I, 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 without even hesitating. Yeah. I'd rather watch Jags-Lions. Where's where's that one at? That's in Detroit, where they have been explosive this year. And Goff has played well. You know the average number of points scored in Detroit's six home games this year? Uh, 28. Well, combined. I meant the the, the final score. 61 points per game. 61 points per game, Yurko. And if Trevor Lawrence can build off of what he did last week, I'd rather watch that game. Yes. (laughs) You also have Eagles... um, it's Eagles, Eagles, Titans, yeah. and then you've got uh, Washington and, and the, the Giants, Giants. Yeah. which are all in that noon window. And it's like, man, I They're feel all like winning teams playing each other. Some of those games should be on the the big screen, and the Bears on the the smaller screen. I mean, I just it's. I but can't. you're not going to do that. No, I know I won't because we got to focus in on the Bears a little, and you know, you take some notes. Still want to watch seventy six kind of roll game. people over at the right guard position during the run. It's hard to get excited for offensive line play. You're as well, a former lineman, I can see why yeah, you'd say that. But I mean, I want to see it. I want to continue to see it happen. Happen. I, I okay, that's fair. I mean, that's I mean, the, I, what, what I look for, what makes me smile. You know what else I hope for? Speaking of that, like as nuanced as it may be, I would like to see Alex Leatherwood play. Yeah, what would be the reason at this point for not playing him? I don't know. So I guess to your point, I mean, you, you don't have your quarterback to hurt anymore. 
if Justin Fields isn't going to play, so why not play him and put him in there? I wouldn't mind watching the right side of the line and see how they do with uh, Tevin Jenkins and Leatherwood. I think we know Tevin Jenkins can play. Yes. We have no idea if Alex Leatherwood can play. I mean, he played a lot last year, but I don't know that he played particularly well, and I won't pretend to be an expert on all things Raiders O-line last year. He did play a 1,000 snaps last year. Though. It's a lot of snaps. It's a lot of snaps, and he hasn't been on the field this year. And with all that he committed to him, it has been very bizarre. So I guess that's something to watch for and hope for. Get him on the field and see. You've got five games. Don't you want to at least see? Why else did you claim him? And I know the mono thing was probably a pretty big setback at the start of the year. I mean, I'm sure it was, but okay. It's now December. Yeah. What are we waiting for at this point? Like, why would you Let's be playing Riley Reef or Larry Borum? Doesn't make any sense. And still want to see if Cole Komet's going to develop a little bit. I'm not worried about the running back position. Don't care. Uh, Claypool, I don't know if we're ever going to see anything out of Claypool this year. I think it's going to take an offseason. I think it's going to take an offseason. Well, not so much because he's got to develop. I just think that the, pre- the people servicing the football need to develop. Yeah. And then it might get better. But we'll see. You know, he's got a tendency to fall away on the catches. Who said that was the report on him? It was our guy, in his Steve in Indy, who yeah. lives in Indy, but I think he's a Bear fan, right? Yeah. yeah. But that he, he likes to fall away and make the one-hand grabs, and he doesn't yeah, really he like to go back and fight for the ball. Well, you say, if you fight for the ball, fight for your job, or you can fight going home. Because that's where you're going. He ain't going anywhere with all they invested in him, too. They're going to have to pay him, and you trade, you're going to end up sending a 30-something you know, overall pick. 34, 35 overall pick to uh, the Balt or to excuse me. Maybe uh, he could DJ the weight room. One way to make him happy is he can be the DJ in the weight room. He had to stop busting his balls over. Why? Why? Mike Tomlin busted his chops over it. Mike Tomlin's his coach. Well, good. Tomlin's the best. Tomlin didn't even really bust his balls. He just gave you a clear, definitive statement on the division of labor within the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. That's how this works. That's the best. Let's take a look at the uh, corporate hierarchy Uh, here. That's right. Is there any wonder why he's the best? I love him. Uh, Yeah, so there's not, I don't know, there's not a lot to get up for for this game. I get it. I mean, you're really sort of, you're you're, you're reaching and grasping. and. That's the way it is right now. Um, that's where the Bears are in their rebuild. Without Justin Fields, there's very little to get excited about week to week. But hopefully, they give him this week off. He gets the bye. He comes back. They have four games left, uh, December and early January, before they pack up their bags. And I would very much like to see Justin Fields. Two reasons. His continued development, and he sure makes Bear, fan, uh, Bear games more fun right now. Without him... No more Darnell Mooney. I mean, there's just there's not a lot yeah. to really get excited about. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. When was the last time you were this indifferent about a Bear Packer game? Black, what'd you do with your tickets this weekend? You going? You sell them? Yeah, we're going. You guys are going? Yeah, yeah we're, we're going. going. You more excited just about like uh, maybe some pleasant uh, Sunday morning weather and a tailgate? Yeah, grilling, grilling, grilling yeah. drinks with That's, friends. I'm excited yeah. to spend my birthday with my best friend. Yeah, happy and birthday. Get, and get yeah. hammered. Happy birthday to you, Thank too, as well. You. Yeah, Abdallah and I have birthdays coming up. And, oh, you uh, do? Well, Abdallah's Sunday on uh, Monday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. I, I'm, uh, I'm not... If Justin Fields isn't playing, then uh, there's not much interest in, in the actual game. Have you, th- have you? How many of the, like your late season tickets have you tried to sell at this point? Have you tried to dump some of the December later um, December? Games? I don't think my dad has tried to sell those tickets yet. Okay, I believe my wife has. <laughs> I think she's tried to season tickets too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we have access to both sides and uh, she she but she's taken that approach all season. There's been like one game that her and her brothers wanted to go to. Really? So like they've been selling their tickets each and every week. Mm. That's so, good. Little up. They, they wanted to make the money back. Yeah, so, fine. Yeah, absolutely. Have Which they is been, su- have they surprising. Been, 
Have they, they been able to do it? Yes. Surprisingly, especially before Fields started to play well, they were getting above face value. And then once so, he started, I would So say. she would put him on the, the marketplace, and then she would be like, well, if we don't get face, if we get face, we'll just go. Right, but right. she keeps getting over face, so they keep selling, selling it. Yeah. yeah. Well, once he started playing well, I think it becomes much more yes. in demand. And if like, yeah. if he's playing against Buffalo or the Eagles, like those are valuable tickets, I would think, actually. Right? Well, giving you four or five at home late in the year yeah. when it's freezing. freezing. That's I mean, no, I know. That's yeah, no that's good rough. for yeah. people trying to, re- to sell them. That's no good for Well, them. and the one game is Christmas Eve. Yeah, uh, that's another good point. Yeah, so that's that's, right. that's a tough one, too. That's the Buffalo game, right? Is yeah. It, isn't it? Isn't that Christmas, Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve, I'll be down here. Yes, you will be. Post-game show, Peggy and I will be. Yes, you will be. Have some nice hot coffee. Maybe some Buffalo fans decided to make that trip. They're like, they don't care about the weather. It's already cold up there. Oh, oh let's go to Chicago they're, for the holidays. They're digging out from six feet of snow still. Let's go see the Bears. How the hell does six feet of snow melt when the winter's coming? Let's go see a, 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 a guaranteed W. We well, well, get a couple it, of dragons. That's could how. could be. You get a couple of dragons. You yeah. need a couple fifty degree days. That's what they have they had that? Well, if we've had it, they've had to have yeah, it. Yeah, I right? guess maybe some of it is trickled that way. Right. I wonder. Yeah. Like, they're not that far above us on the old. Uh, no, not too far. You know the uh, longitude, latitudes, latitudes whatever. That would be latitude. Yeah, latitude. Probably a couple degrees north. Not much. You're right. That that's the nightmare scenario. Like right as you're going into winter, six feet of snow gets dumped mm-hmm. on you. Oh. And if that What's uh, up, stranger, if that if if that uh, you don't get a few warm days to melt that, you're stuck with it all winter. That would suck. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Ring us up. Talk Bears. Uh, your level of enthusiasm or lack thereof for this Bear Packer game. How much you hope and Justin Fields get gets back maybe after the bye if he doesn't play this weekend. I don't think he will for the final four games. Plus our teams last night. Uh, boy, the Bulls took it in the right in the teeth. The Blackhawks were at least competitive and played with some fight, but they both played against superstars and we're always talking about. Looking for superstars, especially in the NBA. And boy, oh boy, did both of those superstars, uh, <laughs> they did not disappoint. At the expense of our teams, at least they thrilled. That's for sure. 312-332-ESPN. That's the number. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. See what we're up to. See them on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. will be so much more enjoyable Sunday if Justin Fields can play. Not sure he's going to be able to. Apparently going to be limited again in practice today. They might just give him this week and then the bye next week. We'll see. I think the market is sort of treating it like he's probably not going to play uh, because the Packers continue to take some money and it's driving it out now to four and a half and even five in some places. Todd Furman will join us in Vegas in an hour and ten minutes. We'll catch up with Todd. We didn't uh, get to talk to him last week because the week was truncated because of the Thanksgiving holiday, but he normally joins us every Thursday at 1.30. Uh, probably the one, I, I'd say the most exciting, interesting college uh, game this weekend in terms of you know drama and just competitiveness. Overall competitiveness will probably be the Utah-USC game. That's in his backyard tomorrow night. I think the Texas uh uh, the uh, Texas Christian, the TCU, right. uh, Kansas State game will be good too. The rest of them, eh, not so much. Well, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get an idea what the odds are on the uh, U.S. game. USA. That's a good question. Ask yeah. uh, for Todd Yurko. USA Senegal. Is that who it is? Netherlands. Netherlands. Remember the, yes. the, the Dutch. The Dutch. The, yes. Holland. Holland. The Netherlands and the, the, Dutch. the Dutch. Yes. So uh, we'll see as we inch closer and closer to Sunday if Justin Fields is going to be able to play or not. Not so sure for a, a second straight week, but it'll definitely make it more enjoyable. 
Uh, last night, the Bulls and the Hawks were both on a little bit later. Bulls out west playing Phoenix. The Hawks started late because they had the national broadcast the second game on TNT. So it was a home game, but the puck didn't drop until 8.30, so it was a late one. The Bulls got uh, the doors blown off of them. By, by halftime, the game kind of felt like it was going to be out of reach against a good team in Phoenix. And then in the second half, there was even less resistance, if that's possible, Yurko. And uh, your guy, Devin Booker, was just uh, a man possessed yeah. last night. Especially in the third. So you're getting into striking distance. He's reaching down and out. He's got Hardy. What a tough shot by Booker. I'll tell you what, he, he's, he's a big-time player. He's got 40, and we're barely past the halfway point of the third quarter. Oh, Booker man. with 42. Right now, he's just doing whatever he wants whatever to do. Whatever he wants to do. He's got to take a hard foul or something. And Billy Donovan has a very upset look on his face as he looks at Io Dosumo because Devin Booker is cooking right now. He's cooking everybody. Yep. Like Crisco. He's hot. Sizzling. Like, fish, like hot fish grease? Hot fish real Hot fish grease, baby. It's been a wire-to-wire. Suns advantage, and Devin Booker cans another one. Oh, wow. And the foul. 45. For Devin Booker, after the 44 on Sunday at Sacramento, steal oh, wow. by Booker. He's going to get 50 here. Well, that's a good defense right there. He shot that gap on the free safety. That was a pick six. Took it to the house, and he's got his fourth 50-point game. His first in two and a half years. 51 for Devin Booker last night. Wire to wire win. Billy Donovan had an upset look on his face for a reason. His defense stunk. And when you offer no resistance whatsoever, and I will say at some point as a coaching staff, you need to try to you need to try different things too. And I, I don't know that they really did. It didn't look like they wanted to try much of anything else. It's like, well, we'll just keep trying to guard it this way. Really? Didn't work? Good luck to you. No. Not gonna work. And then when lapses happen and breakdowns happen, yeah, then a coach is gonna be annoyed. He looked annoyed from start to finish. DeAndre Ayton had like eleven points in the first five minutes. Booker did what he did, especially in the third. He looked annoyed all night. It's just very little resistance from his team whatsoever. I, it, you know, look, we've talked plenty about the Bulls and what they are, what they aren't. Uh, the Bulls don't have a Devin Booker. I'm not even sure Devin Booker, as great as he is, is good enough to ever be like the best player on a championship team. Maybe, maybe he is. He's awfully good. But you know, it's maybe he is. But when you don't have that guy and the Bulls don't have that. That's, That's why it was imperative that, that they get the victory against Utah. Not that it matters much. You know, the bigger story is, okay, yeah, the Bulls lose against well, Phoenix. I they know what Golden State. Yeah, I know there's, a, there's a bigger story with the Chicago Bulls. There is, there is. It wasn't as much as Booker's 51 last night. I know what you're going to say. It I was mean, before the game. Right. It was before the game. It was about their point guard, right? Yes. And the update. He hasn't even started working out? He can't. Lonzo Ball cannot. This guy makes Derrick Rose look like a hero. Well, can't run. He can't run. Or cut. Or have contact. Uh, did, did his leg get chopped off? I don't know. I mean, did his leg get chopped off? That's Here, what I'm asking. Here's what Donovan said before the game. It's been really slow. It's gotten better, but he is clear. Uh, but uh, he is clearly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't read. Try that it's again. It's gotten better. But is he clearly without any pain? No, he's not. Oh, he has God. pain. We're seeing slow, gradual strides getting better, but I just don't have any timetable of when we could even think he'll be back. The next step is we've got to get him into some contact. We're not even close to that. 
You know, every once in a while, a corporation makes a bad acquisition, and they just have to write off the losses. Sure. There's going to come a point in time that you're going to have to write this off as just a loss. Made a mistake. He looked good when he played. Now oh, he's okay. Yeah. He'll, he'll never be healthy. When will he be healthy? I have no idea. This was supposed to be a six-week injury. I mean, we're coming up on a year, right? It'll be a year in January, and he's not close to playing. I mean, this wasn't an ACL. No. It's not a patella tendon um, rupture, is it? No. No. The answer to that is no. No. It was a six-week timeline, and we're going to fly by a year. It was a bad night for the Bulls all the way around. He may never play again. I don't know about that. Well, but I mean, if you can't get if you can't get past the discomfort, you can't get past the discomfort. You know, it's then, never <laughs> going to feel the same again. Teams always start dropping never. little hints. You know, like oh boy, they're trying to motivate, I guess. But if he's feeling, well, I mean, he's they're, they're explaining he to you exactly what's going on. He can't get what else could be happening in there. I mean, does he need? You know, I mean. Don't Does know. he have some sort of Brandon Roy issue? And I guess, and it, well, there, there you go. There could be something that's chronic. Like a degenerative issue. Could something be something chronic, like that. But even is, Brandon Roy came and played again. A little bit, but not quite but, ever. And not in, ever at the level that he no. once played at. And it ended his career very prematurely. I mean, you know, Brandon, I bet, was done playing by the time he was 28 years old. I'm going to guess, right? I bet you he didn't play, at least it would seem to me. I, you know, I, let me look real quick. Sometimes you don't remember it. The way it went, you just remember that he got hurt. It was way too short. Brandon Roy's last year in the NBA was his age 28 season. Yeah. Now, Brandon Roy had a degenerative issue in his in his knee. I mean, he simply couldn't anymore. I hope that that's not the case for Lonzo. Well, that's what you have to worry about. I, but it's what I worry about, yeah. 100%. He may have played his last game for the Chicago Bulls. That's what you have to worry about. So if that's what you've been waiting on? For Lonzo Ball to come back, odds are that he's not coming back. I mean, these updates are not good. 60-40, he's not coming back this year. 60 on the not coming back part. I mean, that's where you're at. This year's starting to feel like it might be a reach, isn't it? If he's not even, if he can't run, cut, or have contact yet. I mean, mean, he'd have to do that for about three, four weeks to get into some sort of shape. Oh, I I would think at least. Yeah, Yeah. well, I'm saying 28 days of doing that should should be able to get you back. Well... Yeah, so the news was bad before the game. The news was ugly during the game. Yep. Uh, Billy Donovan was pretty hot at his team throughout that game. Again, they really, th- th- there was not much in terms of, well, let's change our defensive strategy here against them. And then there was not much in terms of the players responding to whatever the coaching staff was sending in. I mean, I, whatever it was, it was way too easy for Devin Booker. I mean, and great scores like that can get hot and they can get in that proverbial zone, I guess, and, you know, score no matter what. But there were a lot of clean, easy looks. And if you're not going to make it a little bit more difficult and and, and get, try to get a player out of his comfort zone somehow, some way, yeah, great players, when they get in a groove, they're going to end up lighting you up. And that's what he did last night. I mean, he is uh, he's a pretty spectacular player, and that's still a good team, even though they had a tumultuous offseason. Uh, even without Chris Paul right now, they've ripped off, I think, six straight. And that's a pretty good team. Meantime, on the west side, this guy, too. 97 for the Edmonton Oilers. My God. All over McDavid. Dickinson, the third Chicago forward on that line. Here comes McDavid. Puts a move on Johnson. McDavid shoots. He scores! Well, what an outstanding pass from Leon Dreisaitl. 
Hyman knocks the puck ahead. Here's McDavid with Dreisaitl on Hyman. Dreisaitl fires and scores! A goal in the third and the primary assist on the game-winning goal from Connor McDavid. The radio highlight of his goal just doesn't do it justice. Um, I don't care if you like hockey or not. You, you go coast to coast on that one? Unbelievable. Picked it up at about the, the dot in his zone. And beautiful. You heard Jonesy say it. Beautiful little touch pass on the half boards from Leon Dreisaitl. It was, it was beautiful. And when Connor McDavid gets the puck with a head of steam, 200 feet, forget it. There's not a player in the league that's going to stop him. I mean, he went by Jack Johnson like it was me playing. Yeah. You might have had me playing against an A-League player. Like he was, a, like he was a fire hydrant. No like he was a fire hydrant just standing there. Sometimes, and you know what, you're, you're playing defense, and you're like, uh-oh, yeah. a good player's coming. I have yeah. no chance. Wow. That was Jack Johnson. You're trying to Conor stay McDay. with the basics? I have no chance. All right. Build a little speed. Reverse C, reverse C, but, crossover. But, <laughs> Done. There he goes. I, I've played enough where I, I can see it happening. I know it. I'm like, well, now I'm dead because that guy's 100 times better than me. Mm-hmm. That's what happened last night. Jack Johnson had no chance. And Connor McDavid is so fast, so strong, and so skilled. There's really, uh, I, I don't know that there's any player in the league. Maybe you could argue Cal McCarr, the young defenseman for the Colorado Avalanche, who's unbelievable, who's like a weird combination of Paul Coffey and Ray Bork. I mean, I, I've, I, I don't know that I've ever quite seen anything like Cal McCarr. I've watched hockey for... 40 years of my life. I don't think I've ever seen a player like him. I'm serious. I mean, I just think he's like Bobby Orr reincarnate. I mean, and I didn't get to see Bobby Orr. I shouldn't really say it. it's not like I can't pretend that I saw Bobby Orr's prime. I've never seen a defenseman like Cal McCarr in my life, ever. Duncan Keith was great. I've seen a lot of great defensemen. Nick Lidstrom was great. I've never seen what Cal McCarr is, ever. Uh, and it's not hyperbole. I mean, he's just that special. So maybe you could argue that, but... Connor McDavid is just an and I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, you know, these, they're busting my balls. Like you were watching the Hawks game, I wasn't watching it because the Hawks. I was watching right. because Connor McDavid was there watching the individual play. Anything? We were concerned for your well being. He's unbelievable. Yeah. I was paying attention. You guys. He's going through. Uh, well, Abdallah was tracking on his phone because he had right. the over. Justin Fields, though, you're you're going through withdrawals right yeah. now. Justin yeah. Fields <laughs> withdrawals. Sure, you were okay, right? So he's just kind of find me a sport I and let me something. watch. I needed to watch something. Eddie Olchek back on the call oh, yesterday. How about that? In the third period, they had Troy in the TNT booth. Nice. With Jonesy and with uh, Kenny Albert. Yeah, it was really nice. They were talking to Troy Murray for a little while. It was nice. It was great to hear Eddie. And he's off to Vegas for like five days now before he does another national game next week. He's all excited. But it got us thinking last night, too. Like, it, Think about whatever your favorite team might be, your favorite sport, your favorite team. One player that you'd rather have in all of sports right now over everybody else, who would it be? One player. You've got to pick one. Not each sport. You've got to pick one. What would be most important to you? I want you to answer that. You're coming up next, all right? Think about that for a I'm second. thinking. One player right now that you'd say, that's the guy I want more than anybody else. Who would that be? 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Follow at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko 64 on Twitter. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. All right, Yurko, so answer the question. One player, any sport right now that you'd want for your favorite team or... or it doesn't even have to be for your favorite team, but a team that you it's really love gonna, that you yeah. think would that this player would help your team more than any other. You'd love watching him. The one player any you sport. Wouldn't, you wouldn't be in the situation you're in right now if you had this one player when he was available. I think I know who you're going to say. And his name is Patrick Mahomes. 
You wouldn't currently be where you are right now, dismantling with so much dead money waiting to spend next year if you'd have made the right choice five years ago. I think I think I agree with you. I think it's I think it's one of two guys. I think it's either Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You can say it, Luka or Doncic. Luka Doncic. What about Giannis? Or, that's the thing. Like Gian, I could argue Giannis over Luka. So wouldn't I have to say Giannis? So here, here, my initial thought was: let's break down what one person means to the overall team, well, because one person in football. Doesn't is mean valued as much. for less than one person in the NBA, even right? The for a basketball team, he, even the best quarterback, right? Like is, having having that best player in the NBA, is, I think means more. I think it, without question, means more. So that's why maybe you do have to identify. I don't a think there's a right player. or a wrong answer. There's just personal preference, right? Giannis, or because Luka. I don't care who the Bulls have. <laughs> if it's not Michael Jeffrey Jordan, I don't care. No, you're you're right because you could also point to like look at the last few years. Kansas City's always in always. the final four. They've been in the title game every year. He's been a starter, haven't right. they? Haven't they been in the AFC title game every year? He's been a starter. They've yeah. made the AFC title. Isn't he undefeated in the months of November and December? I believe. Isn't that the is. the stat they gave us last week uh, when he was on TV? I feel like that's right. I think he's without question undefeated in November. The guy's never lost a November football game. Yeah. What? And I feel, listen, I feel like these guys are, are football fans, major football fans, even though Blake has little love for uh, professional basketball. Uh, Chris and I like it. But I, I, I do believe if his favorite football team had a quarterback that was the answer for the next, you know, 10 years, including the five that were just played, I think he'd be he'd be the happiest little camper in the world. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think you're. I your think you're pick right. of Mahomes is, is a great yeah. selection. And yeah. I don't think you can pick Shohei. Or Trout, because just look. Yeah. Because in baseball, that one matter. guy is not as important. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah, five pitchers, and then you still need help. Oh, here, look, Todd and Highland. He wants the. Who's, who's, Todd, who's Todd and Highland got? What up, Todd? Yeah, I think Shohei Otani. The only problem is, like, look at, I mean, look at that situation. They might have the two best players in baseball. They can't win their division, you know? Yeah, you need more than a couple players. That, that's the, like, that's why picking a baseball player is hard. I, I mean, I don't. Do, you could you certainly, you could certainly call and be like, "Hey, there's nobody, there's nobody better in the game right now than Otani." And but, I wouldn't even argue that much. But uh, maybe I, Trout. I, I but, guess like, the thing with Mahomes when you talk about, it, I mean, they've cycled their receivers out there. They've cycled bit. their running backs out. The only constant with Mahomes has been Kelsey. Yes, Kelsey's been the one constant. Yeah, Todd, thanks one for constant. Uh, checking in. If anybody's got a thought on it, I think you got to pick a quarterback or a basketball player. I really yeah, do. Yeah, there's no other team sport oriented person, right? I don't think so. Because, like, even with hockey, I mean, I mean it, like, we mentioned it upstairs, but Holland and uh, oh, soccer. Wow. That's a good call. Right now, like, if you're a diehard soccer fan, right. your be, favorite club it, team. It would be him or Mbappe. Yeah, Killian yeah. Mbappe or. Is it Eland? Erling. 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 Holland. Holland. Just say it. It's all right. It's Holland. Holland. I'll say it the way y'all want to say it. Y'all want to say it. That's a good call. Well, either. I mean, that would be the one. Because, I mean, having the guy that could score. I mean, we watched the game this morning. Croatia versus Belgium. And if it wasn't for the uh, 12th Croatian on the team. Romulu Lukakovic. <laughs> Romulu Lukakovic. Uh, I mean, it was unbelievable. He had five chances to score on the Croatian side. Uh, he hit the post once, and invariably, he just could not knock the ball into the net. 
when he was sitting on the doorstep. He looked inconsolable after the game. Yeah, he was downtrodden. And everybody's already busting Belgium's balls on yeah. social media. The, gore, the, the golden age, the trophy yeah. case of the golden age, empty. Yeah, empty. empty. They got the lights case. on the pedestal like, with Jesus. nothing on the pedestal. I mean, the it's body's so not, true. The body's not even cool. Well, yeah. Tom, get ready for that coming our way when the U.S. Uh, oh, dips God. out in the God. next World Cup because we're, we're going to have all of the hype. Is this our golden age? They, though? It, I mean, it, basically, we have it? the youngest team right now oh, that got to the group of 16. So I, I think what happened, I don't know if you guys have heard the announcement, but it came out of Zagreb that they're going to have a parade next week for uh, Romulo <laughs> Lukakovic. Yes. Oh, and name him an honorary Croatian. I mean, this poor guy. Are you attending? He's uh, I wish I could attend. There. You'll do the show satellite? I'm going to do a Zoom. <laughs> He's all, I'll have it zoom back to me. He's already getting destroyed. The poor guy's inconsolable. They had a meme. Social they, media is They had a meme with him with a Croatian jersey on. How I mean, it's fantastic. It so it's what people do. The body wasn't even cold right. yet. Right. It's not even cold yet. They already had it out there. And they're eviscerating him in Belgium. I mean, it's just brutal. Hey, Kevin De Bruyne came to play today. Yeah. And, you know, he's the one that said his team was too old. They brought Hazard, Eden Hazard off the bench. Thorgan started on the right side. But uh, it was it was great. But so Belgium is out. Belgium's out. Croatia's in. Morocco's when, in. What time does Croatia play on Monday? This is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, for our hold show. on. I, I, I saw it a little bit earlier. Oh god. Uh, I'm hoping it's before we get I on. Hope not otherwise, because you know what's going to happen. You Yurko. know what's going to happen to the good kid. I will be lost. Or Yurko was on pins and needles as we all are with these. The last yeah, fifteen minutes of a game when like you need a draw or a win, it's it's nerve wracking. I had to walk away. Yurko couldn't sit still. All right. First of all, Modric wasn't the man of the match today. That's another award that's been handed out to just the big names. He wasn't the man of the match today. Guardiol was the man of the match. All right. The defenseman number what 20. What time is the game on Monday? I'm this, looking right this now. Is the I can't find it. Here, I'll find it. Hold on. Yeah. Because, God help us, if it's at 1, Yurko's to, we might as well get a 9 a.m. Okay, 9 a.m. All right. We're going to be fine. We'll be good. I, I drove down here extra early today to be here by 9 a.m. Smart thinking. Yeah. I wanted to be here to be able to watch the game and be able to, you know, talk about it a little bit. Yeah, it was so yeah, I it's nice. In, I saw you. Listen, I hope the USA make it. Uh, are, is Croatian USA in opposite brackets? I don't know. I'd have to look at the brackets. I'd have to love to see if... No, uh, no they, will, they would meet in the, final in the quarterfinal. Quarterfinals? Oh, so if, they each win, yeah. if they each win Saturday and Monday, they'll meet in the quarters? Yes, they, bo- they both have to win their next two games. They two would games. meet in the quarters. Oh, two games. No, the, that's the, the, semis. the semis. Yeah. So semis, I'm sorry, semis. semis. They would be yeah. quarterfinal winners. Gotcha. They would meet in the semis. All right, so they'd have to win two games, then meet in the semis. Well, and that's for the chance to go win the championship. To go to the World Cup. Oh, my heavens. Could they, can Lord. the USA do it? I hope. Well, we're up against Spain, so let me tell you. We, there's a 5-3 thrashing that we took to Spain last year mm-hmm. in the oh, European boy. Championships. Oh, boy. So Spain, Spain, Spain can get it done. Mm-hmm. So be careful when you play Spain. Robert's got an interesting take on what we were talking about. Uh, one player, name of who got? would it be? I think it's got to be Giannis, Luca, or Mahomes, because I think those singular players are so much more important than the other team sports, potentially. Although you could talk me into frickin' Connor McDavid or Cal McCarr. Do you realize Connor McDavid, through uh, his, you know, he's in his eighth season, at this pace, like where Sidney Crosby was through his eighth season, right. or at this point of his eighth season, he's averaging more points per game than Crosby. Crosby's probably the best hockey player of the last 20 years. Yeah. And he's averaging more points per game. Not much, Yurko. It's a small discrepancy. But still, he's averaging more. Connor McDavid uh, uh, in his career is at 1.45 points per game. So I think Crosby's at 1.40. So it's close. But yeah. still, he's averaging more points per game through the same period of time as Sidney Crosby, who, like I said, is probably the best player of this century. Robert's on the south side. What's up, Robert? 
Yeah, no, guys, I got an interesting take on this one. Rather than a player, I really think the Bears need more, you know, when we talk about sports, I think you need more of an infrastructure or top-down leadership. You know, I would think something like Andy Reid would help more than just a player, right, guys? God, I love I'll Andy, but, and, all right, Robert, well, I, I love Andy, but I would disagree. I mean, ask Bill Belichick what it's like with his defense right now to think about winning a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. Who do you think he'd like his quarterback to be? Now, I get The it. guy he could trust. Yeah. What do you think Belichick thinks at night with his defense? How good it is, how good, a, how great of a coach he is, but not having the quarterback. He's thinking, why can't Mac Jones beat Tom Brady? It, that's exactly what he's yeah. thinking. A hundred percent. But his last two games have been pretty good. He's been okay. He was good last yeah. week on Thursday. He was. But still, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. ask Andy what it'd be like if he didn't have Patrick Mahomes. They'll, they'll tell you. But he was smart enough to move off of, of Alex Smith. He was smart well, enough to go well, off sure, of that. That's true. That's true, but you need that player. We man. like this guy. We've got a good record, you but, need that player. but I don't necessarily like it. Boy, you, we, I've got some Mahomes sound. Speaking of the, the situation and just the way it all played out in Kansas City, we should save it for one. We'll play it at let's one. Let's do it. Yeah, let's I feel do like it, we could react to it a little bit more. We'll do that. I like, like that. In 15 minutes, I'm going to play you something, Bears fans, that it might make your head top explode. Top of the hour. might make your head explode. Be here for the top of the hour. Yeah, from something that Patrick Mahomes said. And that would be 1 o'clock. Yes, 15 minutes from now. 312-332-3776. It's Carmen and York. Ring us up. We'll be right back. See what Carmen and Yurko are talking about on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago today. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Go ahead, Nico's... Uh, yeah, my son Nico is. just responded to Carmen's Connor McDavid love. Yes. McDavid can only succeed in this current era of the NHL. It's in the 90s and early 2000s. McDavid's head would have been taken off. I don't know about that. He's faster than everybody else in the league. He is fast. I mean, he's strong. He's I mean, he's probably big, the fastest too. player in the league. Yeah. I would tell Nico to check the tape again. He's strong. He's got great hands. He's fast. He's the fastest guy in the league, probably, or certainly one of them. I would disagree with Nico on that. He said, Scott uh, Stevens, Rob Blake, a few uh, names guys come to mind. Cookies. McDavid is the Nate Pawalski of oh, the he's full of it. Uh Scott Stevens was a tough customer, that's for sure. Uh, Chris Pronger, those were tough customers. That was a personal reference. Maybe I shouldn't I have mentioned. About, tell him to stop it. We were wondering the last time a Bear Packer game had this, uh, like, you know, little oomph behind it. If Justin plays, it'll be better. I don't. It's still not going to be pretty. Probably neither team's very good. If Justin plays, at least we can watch Justin. I don't know that he's going to play. We'll see as we get closer to the game. But uh, our buddy Kevin Fishbane over at The Athletic tweeted, the last time the Bears and Packers both had a losing record for a matchup this late in the season, Yurko, not quite as far back as you said, 1982, but it's a long time ago, Yurk, December 3rd, 2000. Yeah. I mean, you were just getting out of the league for crying out loud. Right, you, that was my first removed. year out. Yeah, it was your yeah. first year out. Still getting paid by the NFL. Green Bay was 5-7. and seven. The Bears were 3-9. and nine. The Packers, of course, kept that, our you-know-what in 28 That six. wasn't the Ray Rhodes year. When Ray Rhodes came in there and coached him to an 8-8 eight eight team. I mean, look. That, I mean, that's uh, what it feels like. Let me look. Hold on. Because Holmgren was gone. Oh, Holmgren would have been gone for sure. Right. right. 2000, yeah. Yeah, Hold Holmgren on, was gone for sure. I'll look at it right now. He was in Seattle. He had taken a slew of guys with him. 2000 York would have been the Packers went 9 and 7, missed the playoffs and it was no, it was Mike Sherman. Sherman. So Rhodes was there in 99. I got you the last year before. Year. Yeah. Then they hired Sherman and then they booted him after what uh, about 5 years. 5 or so. 6 years, yeah, right? 5 I 6 years for Sherman. Yeah. Yeah. 
They made the playoffs four times, and that's when Favre was going through the decline. They drafted Rodgers, what, in 05, I guess, right? Yes. And then, you know, by 08, uh, 09, really, when he was uh, in his second year, they made the playoffs and uh, haven't really looked back. This will only be the – since he became a starter – you know, if you throw out his rookie year, actually, if you want to, I guess maybe that's sort of cherry-picking the data a little bit. But let's but that's, say... That's when he was learning how to play. Yeah, like, let's say from his second year in the league as a full-time starter from 2009, this is only going to be the third time Rodgers misses the playoffs. Yeah. I know he's talking about they could still make it. They ain't making the playoffs. Not with that defense. Well, not, not, the not unless there's... I mean, I mean, if you look at the schedule, Carmen, I remember when 9-4 and four team didn't make it. Yeah, right. And uh, I believe it was the New Orleans Saints... Well, the Minnesota Vikings circa 2000, it was 2000, that year. There were 9-4 and four I, they missed? I was doing NFL games. Jim Haslett was there. So maybe New they Orleans. They lost to Minnesota. Yeah, it was New Orleans. They were 9-4, and four, and they found a way to miss the playoffs. Wow. They finished 9-7, and seven, lost the tiebreakers. <laughs> yeah, lost their last three games after starting 9-4. and four. I guess it can happen. So it can happen. And I told you the year we were 4-7, and seven, and we yeah. found a way to come back. That's true. So you've got teams that are 5-7, and 4-7. and seven. They can find ways to come back. What are the what are the Packers? They're four and eight. Yeah, it's, they're you four know, and eight. It becomes more difficult. You got to win your final five games, and then you got to hope the AFC East collapses. Yes, and you have to hope the second team in the NFC West doesn't do that great. The NFC East collapses. Yes, correct. Right, the NFC East collapses. Yes, and whatever happens with Seattle, uh, that's behind, you got to yeah. hope Seattle keeps going backwards. Seattle keeps going backwards, yeah, yeah. and then you're kind of feeling a little bit better about yourself. Yeah, because yeah, you got to make sure that there's only that's one. That's the only way. Out the of, the yeah. Packers aren't going to go ahead and win the rest of this thing. Their no, defense is dilapidated. But the problem is you don't have an offense now in Chicago that can take advantage of that. I know. That's what sucks. You know, no matter what, their offense is still better than our offense with the Green Bay Packers. And their defense, as crappy as it is, is still better than our defense. It is. That's just the truth. So remember a couple weeks ago when I showed you that graph and I tweeted it out, like how bad of an outlier the Bears were? Yeah. In terms of EPA per play on defense, it's only getting worse here. Yeah. So I you, did... you showed me the graph the one time. And where the, yeah. Terrible. Just what's this graph mean? Terrible. I go, the further left and the further down you are, the worse it is for you. And the Bears were all the way left. Everybody's jumbled sort of in the middle. Yeah. And then there's two outliers. The Patriots have been really good. The Bears have been really bad. Yeah. So since week eight, I updated the, uh, the data for you. It's not pretty Bears fans. I, you know it, though. Since week eight... The Bear that covers the last five games, the Bears uh, are by far the worst defense in the NFL in terms of EPA per play. They are a staggering .253, and the next worst team, the Raiders, are a .117. And you expect to see those smaller gaps where, like, the Raiders are 31st, and then the 30th-ranked team, who I think might be Cleveland, is, like, point. One, uh, what would it be? We've got to be going in a direction towards zero point one one five, something like that. Yeah. You know, you're you've got these much smaller gaps. The Bears are so far in away and so much of an outlier. They have been so bad in terms of EPA per play. Nearly fifty one percent of opponents' plays have graded out successful against the Bears. That's actually not the worst mark, believe it or not. That is the second worst mark in the NFL. They've just been horrific, and they can't rush the passer. They can't really stop the run all that well. They don't have a true lockdown corner. They're going to be missing potentially three more starters in their defensive backfield again. They've got backup players playing at like every level of their defense, and that's what happens. Put it this way. The Green Bay Packers wide receivers are licking their chops this week. Yes. There's no brisker back there. You know, nine, six, they're not back there. Number four, he's not going to be back there. It's a problem. They might not be. They're still in concussion protocol. Yep. Brisker and Gordon? Yes. 
And no more Eddie Jackson. Yeah, uh, Liz Frank potentially not needing surgery. I was surprised to hear that when Courtney updated that yesterday. I would thought like a Liz Frank is always a surgical. Yeah, person. I, I, did, I, the last guy that I remember had Liz Frank was the big guy in the middle. Big guy. Didn't Ted Washington have a Liz Frank? Injury? He may have. He may have. And that's when we heard it was an injury like where you fall off your horse yes. and your foot stays in the stirrup yeah. and you get dragged along. That becomes the Liz Frank injury. I think through osmosis, I've learned from you. I actually correctly identified the injury before yeah. it was public. Remember, I said it. I said, Yurk, that, what if that was the one of those Liz Frank injuries? You're pretty good at this now, Now, well, thanks to you. Yeah. I just, I watched the way he fell non-contact and where yeah. he grabbed. And he wasn't grabbing his Achilles, so you knew it wasn't Achilles in the way yeah. he... I'm like, what if it's that Liz Frank injury? Well, I'm like, when you can't move, like he went down and grabbed the foot and couldn't do anything. I was like, man, I go, throw your body in the way, you know? He couldn't do anything. You, no, you know he couldn't do anything, yeah. I mean, he was just like, what What just happened? You dated Liz Frank for a little yeah. while, didn't oh, you? Oh, boy, good-looking chick. <laughs> man, I'm telling you. <laughs> Coming up uh, next. Prom queen. She's a prom queen. Uh, what do you think about that? Coming up next. Up at uh, Skevinston, uh, Skokie Evanston area. It was Patrick Mahomes. high school. Was on the uh, New Heights pod, and uh, what he said is going to blow your mind. That's coming up in two minutes.